tape. Oh, it's starting. Oh, it started? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the corner. Welcome to the corner. I hope everyone had, like, a better than last week week. Yeah, I know that I haven't so far, but we're hoping yeah. the best. Um, how was your week? My week, my like last week or this week so far? I guess like both. I don't know. I mean, since last time, I'll talk about since last time we recorded. Mm-hmm. It's been okay. Um, let me see. What did I do? Thursday was a pretty hectic day, but then Friday I made fajitas. So yeah. Okay. And then I've been painting my room this whole weekend and reorganizing some things, really making it feel like like home. Man, America, you're really like the jack of all trades. Not only did you make fajitas, but you like painted, you built a bookshelf. I'm still I'm still working on it, but thank you. In my mind it's fully built. You know what? Mine too. What if I just stopped now? You could. I feel like you'd be kind of cool like that. Yeah, and look like avant-garde. Mm-hmm. Unless it like, all fell down or something. Maybe, I mean, I just won't put anything on it, but then why did I buy this? Right, right, right. Um, How has your week been? My week was pretty fine. Um, I went and visited my friend, which was nice. And then I um, got a bunch of my stuff back from GW. Uh-oh. Um, they sent me a lot of trash, like, they sent me, like, and I understand because, like, I kept a lot of trash in my room, mm-hmm. like, not, like, anything gross, but just, like, like, for instance, I had a bunch of seaweed chips, and they were, like, still in the packaging, but, like, definitely stuff you could throw away, and they just, like, mailed me them. They didn't, I mean, like, what if someone got mad, though? I respect that, because they didn't want to take any chances. Some yeah, no, like, I never- my seaweed chips. I definitely get it. They also sent me, like, a mostly eaten bag of Takis. Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, they were my Takis, but, like, I was just like, y'all, I don't want this anymore. Like, it's been months. Hey, let them, you know what, it's better to do it all instead of, like, have some things missing. They were taking precaution, okay? I agree. And also, like, they sent me this one box, and I was like, okay, like, this must be my stuff, right? But it was, like, everything from our bathroom. Like, it wasn't just my soaps. It was, like, ev- all of my roommate's soap this and, like, all of their razors and, like, all of the bathroom supplies. Toilet? And, like, yeah, and the toilet. Basically, they took the, they took the Thurston bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a miniature version like a dollhouse version and gave it to me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just considering like the moving company and what their goals are, um, mm-hmm. I know that they stand for efficiency. And this isn't an ad for JK Moving Company. But yeah, you're, like, you're really like, um, like a little like PR assistant for JK Moving. I mean, I'm just going to say that that they ain't JKing about, <laughs> about yeah. your stuff. Um, I just don't know. I at first when I opened up the box, I felt like a little insulted. I was like, "Do they think that I needed this much soap and shampoo and bathroom supplies?" You know, like, oh, clearly this is all hers. I mean, so so they sent you your roommate's soaps and stuff. Yeah, they sent me like a box of everything in the bathroom. Huh? Like 
all of my roommate soaps, my soaps, um, like bathroom supplies. Ew, I don't want to get like my roommate's toiletry stuff. I, I know, bro. I have like my roommate's razors. Like I have Ooh. several razors. Yeah, very strange. But I still have to like go through most of that. Um, I it kind of stresses me out because it's like I don't know. I didn't really like prepare to plant like i didn't really prepare when i was moving into gw and now i have all this junk that i have to like get rid of yeah but it'll be fine it will be fine i mean at least you have your stuff i won't until next semester maybe if we even go back oh yeah i have to get mine because of my retainer yeah but that retainer yeah <laughs> and i wore it today oh, <laughs> just it, like a charm Mm. A charm. Look at the way I smile. <laughs> like, Mom's like, ten times. Holly, is there something? There's something, something about you. Something about me? Uh, yes. Yeah, check out my perks and it's a retainer. Yep. But I miss my jean jacket. Doesn't oh, I love that jean jacket? Thank you. I know I do too. It's just like me and that jean jacket has got have gone through a lot together, and the fact that it's just like in a box somewhere probably cold wondering where i am yeah like it's probably shivering and going like oh my god my god i need your body warmth mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's okay also crazy to think about that like we might go back as juniors like we didn't even finish freshman year and then i know campus, we might be juniors that is so much time long yeah especially because like I, I personally find the level of junior as extremely daunting. Mm-hmm. Like even freshman year, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to be a junior in two years," and then I was like, "Ah, let me just enjoy sophomore year and not really think about it." Yeah, but, but it's like, when is sophomore year? Literally right around the corner. I'm scared. Oh, I know. I barely know what I'm doing right now. Neither do I. Like I was in a curriculum expo today for the Elliott School, and I was supposed to talk about like international development and mm-hmm. they're asking questions and i'm like i like just got done with prereqs i like i don't have any classes really. yes. like, i don't know i know like i really took two poli sci classes and like in a year i'm gonna have to i don't know like write a thesis i don't know what people in junior year do but like it oh, sounds scary uh, i'm not ready also just like people who like freshman year came in and they're like oh yeah like I'm actually like a poli sci major, so I could probably answer this question for you. And I know you don't know anything about poli sci. You're in UW like ten twenty right now. Like you don't have any relevant classes to your major. Yeah, like girl, I thought someone in bio, anthro, and history of world cinema said something. <laughs> like, where did you get all this poli sci knowledge from? Model UN, like I, debate. A lot of people like carry that with them for a while. I never realized that like poli sci people, like poli sci people, like in quotes, like I never realized how like I don't know, like cartoonish they can be. Yeah. Like I like when I came into GW, I was never at like a school that had like any of those clubs or anything that would like actually have people debating politics. Most of the time when it came to debating politics, it was like explaining to someone in my class how immigration works or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just came in thinking, like, this will be fun. But, like, so many people will be like, huh, I don't, I really didn't strike you as a poli-sci major. 
like okay i didn't know that they were all like boring and mean yeah maybe it's actually probably a compliment like when people say they don't think i'm an elliot i i like i very much take that as a compliment i know i do too now because i'm like oh like i guess like all poli sci majors to them are like people who like are aggressive I don't know, the devil's advocate yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then elliot school kids are just like i feel at least the public perception of them is just like annoying kind of stuck up know-it-all sort of people Mm -hmm. maybe that's who i am on the inside but i don't let people see that maybe yeah maybe we are like all those stereotypes but we just like know that they're bad so we like cover them Mm -hmm. you are devil's advocate yeah (laughs) you know me and you're like a little imperialist Mm -hmm. oh thank you but yeah no i i think like the like the umbrella is like the same which is that it's just like a bunch of kids who think that they know way more than they actually do mm-hmm. and i'm like that's I'm underqualified though so i think i'm okay yeah, me too i came in like i am underqualified and like people ask me things and i'm just like mm. i know like it's crazy how like when i tell people my major they're like uh like what do you think of what's going on right now in the world? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't taken classes about it. <laughs> yeah, that's like how, like, when I saw my soccer coach, like, a few months ago, he was like, have you taken over the world yet? And I'm like, yeah. sir, I'm just trying my best to get through this French class. Yeah, like, everyone in my life is always like, oh my gosh, Vishali is going to be president. And I'm like, y'all, I'm barely doing, like, the responsibilities I have at the moment. I'm struggling. Yeah. You do not want me as your president. Hey, anyone can be president. So true. You just have to have a birth certificate and a dream. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And even if you do have a birth certificate, they'll still be like, um, maybe. 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 A strong maybe for this one. I feel like they would say that if either of us ran for president, they'd be like, Effie Young? Yeah, definitely. That's the thing, like, even with our law firm, I think, like, our names combined, they definitely, like, it, it's, like, it definitely, like, um is a red flag mm-hmm. to the government. Yeah, they'd be like, I don't want any sort of I, I can't even pronounce what does that say mumbo jumbo i don't want her mumbo. second me yeah like um that was the thing like even kamala harris like people were like oh she can't be vice president because like yeah she was born here but like she's brown that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that like they didn't even try to do any of their little loopholes and tricks they're just like she can't yeah like, she's a colored <laughs> she's like half black Indian? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw something, it was like on the news, they're like, so like, it has been confirmed Kamala Harris can serve as vice president. And I was just like, was that up for debate? Yeah, because like a bunch of people were saying she's like an anchor baby, which is like that um her parents like came here yeah. and like had, like, I don't know, it's uh, obviously it's all this is just very racy. <laughs> Wait, like literally us, like we are anchor babies. Oh my gosh! Like, and it's said in such a with like such a like it only makes sense to you if you say it in a racist way. Because mm-hmm. it's like if you say it as a matter of fact, it's just like okay, her parents moved here and had her. 
But like to them, it's like, yeah. So these two people came over here, had her, and then was like, we're, you're, we're going to make you vice president. Yeah. It's all Ponzi scheme. And Soros backed it. Mm-hmm. George Soros is behind all of this. He mm-hmm. he mailed her parents a letter back in 1960, whatever, and they yeah. said, they said come here, but secretly, and you have to hide in a little in a little bunker until you have a baby. Then you can come out of the bunker and say, ah, ah, ah you can't make me leave because I have an anchor baby. Yeah, and the baby will do nothing but eat, sleep, and breathe the politics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll become like a little tiny prosecutor. Yes, and that's what she was. She went to Howard mm-hmm. uh, and then like UCLA Law School, I think. So she's she's she she's done her job very well, that's all I can say. Yeah, her job of arresting people. Mm-hmm. And being like her little like she's like an anchor baby slash spy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing, like I feel like um like the, the the funny thing is about about people calling her an anchor baby is like girl like she did everything you want her to do. Mm-hmm. Like she hasn't done anything that like is that progressive for you to be like oh she can't be vice president. Exactly. I feel like and people like the threats they keep making about Joe Biden. It's like he's not going to do anything even close to that. Like they're like saying like yeah he, uh. He's like gonna like do the Green New Deal or I don't even know what it is, but I'm like, no, he's not. Like they think he's way more left than he is, and like you guys do not need to worry. Yeah, and like on that same note, it's like there's so many people that are like, um, vote for Joe Biden because like what are people who immigrate into this country gonna do? And I'm like the same thing they've been doing for the past like hundreds of years, which is like struggle. Yeah. (laughs) like, I don't know why people think that, that it's, like, ju- after 2016, immigration got really bad. Like, it's definitely gotten worse. But, like, y'all weren't really acting, like, before then. You could just come to this country and it was, like, okay, perfect. Literally, like, I knew people, like, someone in my old school, like, this was, like, in 2015 or 2014 or something. But, like, their dad, like, got deported. Like, it, it's not like that stuff did not happen. Right. It's it's not even like ICE was like, like ICE was like not there. And then in 2016, all of them decided they all came from different jobs. You know, one was a cook, the other a butcher, a priest, if you will. Yeah, they all came together under Trump, under mm-hmm. Trump's command. Yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, how much can someone really do in four years? Like, he could not change the whole structure of the United States government. In- right. I feel like we're going to bring up, like, the election every episode. But, like, the one thing that really frustrates me is I feel like a lot of people are like, guys, we can persuade Joe Biden to the left. And it's like, how? are you really going to be the one persuading anyone? Like, you're definitely just going to forget about all of this. They will. Most of the like- people will. If he got elected, then they would all just be like, okay, back to my other, like, like just back to my regular life that I've been living and have been unaffected. Like, And honestly, most of them, if Trump was elected too, it'd be like, are you kidding? And then nothing would change in their lives. It's like a tweet I made. Like, people just want it to be, like, socially acceptable for them to, like, forget about problems going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't want, like, it's less about, like, oh, they don't want problems to happen to other people. And sometimes I feel like it's more of, like, they don't want problems to constantly be in the news and stuff. Yeah, so that they don't have to keep seeing it. 
It's a little, yeah. it's like sad for them to see. Mm-hmm. But it's like, they don't actually like care. Yeah, no, definitely. It's like, I would just like to have it toned down a bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too much for my little heart to take. Right, like I want problems to happen as long as they don't affect me and like as long as like I don't have to see them. Mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. It's totally like I'm really not going to make any change if like someone like, you know, is doing horribly or like starving or like see, been seeking asylum for like months and months and months. Like mm-hmm. it's really not my business. That's as long as I don't have to see it, like get iPhone alerts or see it's it on like, like I go on Instagram for one thing. Mm-hmm one thing and i have to see like what's that one thing well i go on instagram for like multiple things but like they're not to see like people dying stuff like think about my mental health exactly and then people keep posting these graphics can i didn't just get elected so we can stop seeing the graphics i'm sick of the graphics they're always like they're always like why saying the like (laughs) They're always like, don't say these racial slurs. And I'm like, uh, I didn't know we were all being policed. Yeah. Can, like, say something about Donald Trump, uh, the Cheeto-in-chief, but not me. When I see the N-word, it's just for fun. Uh, I don't like him. (laughs) Ew. That's like that. Also, like, I really, I think we did that bit too well. (laughs) At least, like... (laughs) Definitely people could have taken it seriously. No, but, um, they came in in the middle and they just hear us like, enough with the graphics! Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if the show, like, airs, like, kind of late, then we're going to come off so poorly. Yeah. Uh, sorry in advance to our, like, four fans, which is, like, Eliza, Sophia, Walter, mm-hmm. and... I don't know. Maybe someone from Arkansas. There was always, like, a man from Florida that listened to my morning show last year. Aww. That's nice. I know. I have a fan. How do you know he's a man? I actually have no idea. I just like imagined him. It could have been sister. Wait, really? She did go to school in Florida. Yeah, but do you think she listened to my morning show? Hey, what's stopping her? She's a big fan of you. Truly nothing. That means so much. Yeah. Um. Did you see that TikTok by the way of that like girl in glasses and like and also and like a pixie cut and she was like screaming. Screaming about what? She was like, I don't want to vote for Joe Biden. I think the government is corrupt, but I'm going to do it because we are like, like our president is a fascist. He's a fascist. And she was like screaming. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I think there's been so many videos like that. There's been like so many. And I saw this tweet and I was like, what is like, like what makes one man fascist and the other not? Like, yeah, I, guess, of- I guess power. Yeah, that's true. So, oh wait, my bad. I guess people probably know what we're talking about. I mean, I don't know what we're even talking about, but I'll look for it. I did download TikTok recently, so I have the app. Oh, you did? Wait, will you follow me? I didn't like. I only have one TikTok, but like, I want to send you stuff. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about it. Okay, no big deal. Just, like, get back to me as soon as you can, I guess. Uh, no, within, like, three to five business days, I'll make sure. I'll make sure to let you know. Three to five. Okay, like, that's no problem. Um, Is it, like, because you think that, like, my like my TikToks are bad or, like... Oh, my gosh. Oh, 
No. Oh Are you God. like embarrassed of me? Is em that what this embarrassed. is? Embarrassed. Embarrassed of you? Because like also I noticed that like you unfollowed me on like most social media. And then like I asked you this podcast and you were like, I'm busy. Like I'm so busy. Like I'm incredibly busy. Gosh. I didn't unfollow you. My everything got hacked. My phone got hacked. Everything. Yeah. Oh my everything. gosh. Yeah. That is so like, weird. You, but like I just I've been getting that vibe recently, you know. Uh, oh, is there like I don't know what to say. Like I did, like I, I told you I got hacked. Like I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like the other day I like texted you and I was like, "Hey, miss you," and you were like, "Who? Who is this?" Mm -hmm. Can we go back to what I said about being hacked? If you were listening from before, I said I got I got hacked. So everything was hacked. I don't know the numbers. I don't follow anyone. No one follows me. I got hacked, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right, I'm right. sorry. It's just like you have like been posting like regular stuff, like the news department stuff, and like like I just don't understand how you were both hacked, but also like regularly using your phone. Mm -hmm. I have a burner phone, you know. You have a second iPhone. Yeah. A burner, a burner phone. phone. That's, that's what they call it. A burner phone. Because I, I would once wait. you're using it. Hmm? I, I just like I thought that burner phones were like like a mob like a flip phone. So you have another phone. I okay. Yeah. That's fine. Anyways, um, should we talk like talk about what this episode is gonna be about? Oh, yeah, we kinda got a little sidetracked, but hey. How much time did we like go through just talking about? Um, we're at our twenty one minute mark, so Oh shoot, okay. That's okay. Not this is a good enough time to talk about our other planned topics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so basically, as you know, the corner has a different topic each episode. You probably thought that this episode was about politics. It's not. Nuh-uh. We're not political so, people. We're really not. We're I, just bringing up the election, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why. I see. Uh, maybe it's because our daughter is vice president. We don't want to maybe, um, maybe be vice president. Maybe. Maybe. But, you said maybe like six times in a row. <laughs> I know, but they fit for everything you said, right? It's true, yeah. Hey, good job. Thank you. I mean, I figured it out. Yeah. But um, yeah. this week's episode is about child actors, child stars, idols from our childhood, anything children related, mm -hmm. but specifically in the entertainment industry. Yeah, like Disney stars, Nickelodeon stars, other things like movies, our child stars, what we thought about them, where they are now. And we kind of went into this with like Kiki Palmer in mind. Mm -hmm. um, she is like an idol of both of ours, love her to death. So, I mean, we could go ahead and start talking about Kiki. Kick us off. Yeah, this was supposed to be like a whole episode dedicated to Kiki Palmer. But to be honest, we realized that we should probably expand a little bit more. Um, I'm sure that like, I feel like we would be doing too much for her if we made the whole episode about her. Yeah, I mean, like, can you ever do too much for Kiki Palmer? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that she's like a humble person. So even she would get sick of listening to it, you know. That's true. That's, That's the I'm making, but um, basically, oh, we'll see what she I says just, to us after the episode. Yeah, we'll like at her on Twitter or something. Mm -hmm. But um, mm -hmm. 
I first saw Kiki Palmer and True Jackson VP, which was one of the best shows on Nickelodeon to this day. That show, like, it just hit different. Like, it was one, like, it wasn't like iCarly or Victorious where it was, like, all crazy. Like, it, like, you know, like, constantly doing some different bit. It was, like, more relaxed, which I kind of liked. And also just the fact that she was, like, a teenage vice president like she was the original girl boss mm-hmm. and um might i just add one of my favorite parts of that show is that she spells out her entire name in the theme song i don't know why they thought that was the best decision to go with but she does spell out her whole name in the theme song it adds something i'm not sure what though oh my gosh that really brought like a memory back to me i forgot that they did that yeah. also it really made me think because it was like I feel like Kiki Palmer or like Kiki Palmer and then like I don't remember who else were really like this maybe Miranda Cosgrove where it's just like I was just like where do they find these people like obviously I know they're actors but it's crazy how like with any child star Mm -hmm. like they're not just actors they're like literally like movie stars to children you know. I mean create a name for themselves. That is true like but also Miranda Cosgrove, though, she was, like, in School of Rock when she was so little. So I think she just kind of, like, stuck with that path. And then Kiki Palmer was in the hit show Akila and the Bee, um, the hit movie, and Mm -hmm. also Jump In. But that was, like, around the same age, I think, as her True Jackson VP days. So, yeah. Wait, how old was she in Jump In? Because I feel like, like, we were in preschool when Jump In came out. Preschool? I thought that came out in, like, 2008. No, I think it was preschool because I remember that I went to my preschool and they had like a jump-in themed party. I don't think Kiki Palmer is that much older than us. How old is Kiki Palmer? Okay, let me look this up right now. Kiki Palmer. I'm going to guess. Wait, I'm going to guess 23. She's 27? Yeah. What? I was thinking. I was like, okay, jump-in was created in 2007. Okay, see. So, first grade. Mm-hmm. Also, Corbin Blue's 31? What happened? I know. Also, he looks so different now. I know. I used to be in love with that man. Ugh, yeah, I loved him. Like, he, I was, re- like, the most, he was, like, the most likable one in um, High School Musical, in my opinion. Everyone else, like, kind of irritated me. That's true. And then, like, his secret love story with Ryan from High School Musical. Yeah. Oh, when they switched outfits, I was like, wait. I didn't notice that until later, and I was like... Why did they switch outfits? When did that happen? What would have caused that? Literally. So, um, yeah. Also, Corbin Blue, he is a Pisces. When's his birthday? Uh, let's see. Um, February 21st. Ah. It's so, that's some food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember my aunt, like, one time, like, she came to visit us, and there was, like, a magazine with Corbin Blue on it. And then she was like, she like kept taunting me with it. It was very weird. I didn't like it at all. But that was back when I thought me and him were going to get married. Yeah, I always hated when like adults or like my family would like bring up like a childhood celebrity type name. Mm -hmm. Because it made me like, I was like, wait, how do you know about them? Like one time my mom was like, yeah, like one time my mom was like, I know Vishali likes Demi Lovato and all those people. And I was like, how does she know about Demi? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that now, though, because like my mom will make some like pop culture reference 
not like just any generic thing, but like she'll say something that's like kind of specific. Like she mentioned like the James Charles drama, but like that was kind of big. I think it was kind of big. So she got to like Yahoo News. So she saw it there. But like one time she mentioned that and I was like, oh, my dad loved Yahoo News. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty pretty good, though. It's I would work for Yahoo News. You would work for Yahoo, like as a journalist, or yeah, like as like a. Well, I don't think you should really call it journalism because it's Yahoo News. But like, I would make like lists and stuff. I'd be like ten celebrities who rocked a purple dress this year. That's true. You'd be good at that. You'd be good at that. Um, I feel like Maybe. if I had to work for some sort of like news source that wasn't really news, it would probably be like. Uh, I want to say BuzzFeed, but, like, I don't want to. But, like, I feel like I can make a good quiz. The thing is, like, when I was younger, I used to watch... A lo- also, like, we can talk about, like, y- like child YouTubers slash, like, YouTubers when we were kids. Because I feel like they shaped a lot of my life. Yeah. Like, in a bad way, maybe? I don't know. But, um, what was I gonna say? Like, BuzzFeed? I was so obsessed with those BuzzFeed videos. Mm-hmm. Wait, which ones? Like, I don't know, just any of them, but, like, there was that one where they were, like, a bunch of girls, and they'd be, like, women try lipstick under $5. Or, like, um, I don't know, like, there'd be ones, like, we tried the salmon diet. Yeah. I love those videos, because they all had such, like, like, it was, like, wow, like, this is, like, a workplace where, like, none of them really have to do work. They just have to, like... Try things. Like, yeah, like, try things, be kind of funny on camera. Yeah, I know. I always, like... Those were the types of things, like, even that movie, The Social Network, I was like, I want to work at Google. Because they had had a slide there, and they were, like, writing on, like, these, like, transparent whiteboards. And I was like, that's the life I kind of envisioned for myself. But, like, there's no reason I would ever work at Google, I don't think. Yeah, literally, like, I would envision myself, like, in a BuzzFeed video and be like, well, I've never tried eyebrow shaping before. (laughs) I'm really excited today. No, yeah, and especially BuzzFeed, though, because I used to love the videos where they'd be, like, sitting at, like, a table. Like, it'd be two of them. And, like, I don't know, like, they'd be talking about different things, but they'd rotate from different people, and they'd be like, these guys do this, and then they're just like, uh, okay, and then they're like, I don't know, they're just, like, making, like, quirky sounds the whole time, and I'm like, this is content. I know, and it like that and Bon Appetit. They both like kind of shattered my heart because like people started leaving, and like people were like, "Oh yeah, like our contracts are bad," or like, "Yeah, they just didn't get paid well," or like there was like hostile work environment, or like they were treated poorly because they were like a person of color. Um, and that was like, re- like it was just kind of like, "Oh yeah, like no workplace is actually going to be like yeah. this utopia," mm-hmm. like you. Like, with Bon Appetit, I mean, I kind of suspected it. Do you know about, like, Bon Appetit? Like, what happened with that? It was just, I know it had to do something with, like, racism or just, like, the work environment. But I don't know, like, all the specifics. Yeah, I mean, you basically got it. Like, it was just, like, a bunch of the, like, um, non-white chefs and stuff. They were kind of put into a box of, like, like, I kind of suspected it because there was this one Indian chef. And she always did Indian food. But, like, I was, like, this girl definitely knows how to make other dishes. Mm-hmm. And, like, she has on other channels, but just not Bon Appetit. Okay. And I was, like, that seems, like, kind of sketchy. And, like, also, I kind of noticed, like, it would be, like, oh, this is a, like, 
spicy dish. So let's ask the Mexican chef, you know? Oh, gosh. Yeah, very strange. But um, in my mind, like, I was like, wow, imagine if I'm just like, I go to work and I'm at this like beautiful kitchen in like the top of like New York, because like you could see like New York subtly in the background. And I just like make pie. That I mean, I feel like that is a life a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. That everyone can have and only the lucky, a lucky few get that. And when they do, they realize that it's a toxic work environment. It's true. But that reminds me of like the, this YouTuber that like she kept posting videos that are talking about like racism in past like kids shows, like Disney mm-hmm. shows. And there's like a lot of that, like subtly or overtly, mm-hmm. honestly, that like, yeah. I think we can talk about too. Cause like thinking about shows, just like the subtle ways that like any show, like if there was a black character, it'd be like the token mm-hmm. black friend. And if they had like a love interest, it would always be another black person. Like it's like, only the black people like could interact like in like a romantic way in like Disney and Nickelodeon type of shows. Yeah, I definitely noticed that. Also, it was like any minority character fit like a specific stereotype, even if it wasn't like the main stereotype, it was something like like very negative aspects of like people like that are like usually stereotype. Like even if it was like a black character. Um, they would be, like, they'd have to be, like, loud, they'd have to be, like, sassy, they'd have to be, like, yeah, yeah really, like, quick-witted, and, like, even if the characters, like, you know, not necessarily bad, it's, like, they definitely were trying to, I don't know, like, subliminally push, like, oh, this is how everyone, because it's, like, there's no other characters that are black on the show. Yeah. It's only this person. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you get this idea, and then same with, like, there's only been like two Indian main characters on Disney, as I know of, so and that's they're both the same. <laughs> they're both so like, bad. They're both like nerdy brown boys, and like every joke relates back to their life in India. And like they also never dated anyone except if it was like another Indian person. Mm-hmm. And then it was like again, like also with stereotypes, like oh they like I remember in Phineas and Ferb. There was like a whole scene where Baljeet was like, all my ancestors got A's and I have to get an A. And it was like Bollywood themed. And it was like all of his like grandparents and like turbans like showing in the background. And he was like, I have to get an A on the science project. Like that was the entire premise. Oh, gosh. Like, that is so strange. And we don't have any other Asian character in the show. Mm hmm. It's like, okay, these are how all of them act. Or it's like, if there are other Asian characters, they're just like that, too. Mm-hmm. Even if they're side characters. Also, they made, like, a Phineas and Ferb movie that came out not that long ago, like, this year. Oh, yeah. It, I did see something about that. I didn't, like, look into it, though. I started watching it with my sisters, and then I was just like, why did they make this? Yeah. Also, like, I'm pretty sure the Phineas and Ferb creator, like, I don't think he's doing, like, too hot, you know? Really? Why? Just, like... I don't know. I see him on Twitter, and, like, I guess, like, life after Phineas and Ferb isn't the greatest. Yeah, that's how I feel about, like... I mean, whenever... I was actually just talking about this with my sister, I think. Like, whenever you're on, like, like a, a good show that's, like, popular for a bit, and then... 
that show you know ends or whatever and you don't get any good like gigs after that it's like you're just grasping at that mm-hmm. you're like grasping at straws so to do that yeah like i actually have felt that with like so me and rachel have been watching the l word for quite a few times like yeah. we've been watching it like basically all of summer and we just got to the end and like i've been listening to like the l word like also disclaimer if you've seen the l word i don't like it it's like fine it's pretty like bad in a lot of ways but like i wanted to listen to the podcast of like the main actors Mm -hmm. because i wanted to know if they were going to address like all of the bad like comments and like weird scenes in the show but they didn't and they just like kind of kept talking about like what they were doing at the time like what their life was like during the show and it was like wow like Imagine, like, I don't know, obviously they're doing fine now, and they made this to, like, talk about the L word for, like, their fans, so I, like, don't blame them, but it's just, like, imagine doing one thing and then spending the rest of your life just having talk- to talk about it. Yes. There's so many things like that. Even with, like, the guy who voiced Phineas, if you look mm-hmm. at his Twitter, like, he keeps, like, he's been getting, like, pretty viral tweets recently, but they're always, like, Phineas did this, or like I don't know, like it's just always referencing Phineas from Phineas and Ferb, and it's like, yeah, that's great. That was a good role. Love the show. Love the music. But mm-hmm. it's time to move on. Yeah, no, it's very weird. Like I think that people think that they can like bank off of doing that, but it's like it was endearing when it's like once in a while they bring up the fact that it was from their past. But once you notice in their feed that they're just constantly, like, they're stuck in the time period of them doing that work. Yeah, because that's, like, what else? I mean, like, if talking about that kind of gets them more, like, views or likes or whatever it is that they're trying to get, what else will you talk about? It reminds me, actually, of, well, this kind of con- connects to tal- childhood stars, too, but, like, Tila Dunn and her TikTok thing, where she's, like, Fun fact, actually really, really sad fact. And then she turns around and she, you know, she's wearing a bikini showing off what she has to offer. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, the first time that happened, people were like, she like, she just did that to like show her butt. And then she's done it ever since then. The first one was like in July and she just doesn't stop. She's made so many videos and it's like, I think even the first one, she, like, turned around, stared at the pool behind her, and then was like, I can't swim, guys. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, Tila Dunn can't swim, whatever. But now she's made so many where it's like, she just says that beginning, like, line. Yeah. She doesn't do anything after. Or she, like, says, like, like if I'm annoying. <laughs> or like, yeah. And she just keeps saying it over and over again, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like someone could really analyze this about, like, what's going on in her brain. But it's, like, I don't think she was getting that many views on TikTok before that. And mm-hmm. she was posting those videos. And even though people are annoyed, they still watch it. I know. And honestly, like, I think that Tila Dunn, we could honestly do an episode on her. With, like, the amount that she's just, like, done slash been through. Mm-hmm. But I almost think that half the time she does on purpose, like, even when she was younger... Because, like, I think she just, like, knows that trolling people will get her more, like, attention. Like, the whole... I feel like the thing with, like, her hair and, like, if she was wearing a wig or not, I swear that lasted, like, two years in my mind. Yeah. Like, that lasted such a long time. Like, either she's in denial, which is, like, very... Like, that could be 
that could be what it is. Mm-hmm. But also, like, maybe she's just doing this for fun, you know? No, she's, like, really good at drawing things out and being kind of, like... I feel like leech is a harsh word, but, like, she just kind of, like, goes from one thing to the next. Like, you know, like, she doesn't have any real, like, anything. Like, it's just whatever is going to give her the most views. She will continue to talk about it. She will go towards people that are, like, kind of getting a lot of, like, fame at the moment. And Mm -hmm. that's just, like, her life. That's how she's built her career. And honestly, like, she's pretty successful. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, no, I part of me kind of respects the game, but like she definitely she's also had videos where she's like, oh, me and Logan Paul are dating. And then there's like 17 videos about like her dating this guy who she's not dating. Like it's it'll just be a regular blog. Like it's like obviously like clickbait has always been a thing, but like she just to an extent. She really she takes it to the next level. And also, like, I feel like she did want to date Logan Paul, but like. He was, like, in her video for, like, two minutes, and she's, like, me and Logan? And then just he just keeps doing it. Maybe she was manifesting it? I don't know. Oh, you know what? You bring up a good point. Manifesting. Mm -hmm. Also, she was in her and Wonder Pets younger. Like, I just never, I just never expected that to be, like, because I loved Wonder Pets when I was a kid. Like, I watched it all the time with my sisters, alone, whatever. And then just, like, it's, like, the most random people become famous and in the worst ways, too. Like, why is the person that voiced Turtle Tuck (laughs) done? Literally. Also, like, question. What was, like, three shows from your childhood? I mean, like, you can say more. I'm not going to be like, uh, you exceeded a little much, Micah. But, like, what were, like, some shows from your childhood that, like, I don't know, you feel like shaped you or just like stay in your mind because i have some that like stay in my mind all the time okay wait can i include a movie yeah i have okay a movie that from my childhood definitely shaped me was the click and oh. <laughs> you know about this i've tried to watch it with you it didn't work out very well but we all fell asleep yeah but that has definitely like just like impacted like i feel like my sense of humor Or, like, what I find funny, because, like, I didn't find the movie funny, and I didn't think it was a good movie, but, like, in a way, it was, like, a brilliant movie. And, like, I love to make fun of it, like, with my sisters. And, like, I've seen that movie, like, the first time I saw it, I think I was, like, maybe eight. And, like, I rewatched it at least, like, twice a year. Um, So, that's definitely one. Okay, wait, let me think of... Yeah, no, but click is, like, there's definitely, like, I would say Ma is similar in this like obviously not a child yeah but, like movie but it's similar in the way that it's like not well written mm-hmm. but it's like like it is genius yeah in my mind it's genius yeah and i can see that for you definitely with ma like mm-hmm. i get where you're coming from do you have two in mind because i still have to think or three in mind um i guess okay number one i guess would be well i don't i don't wouldn't rank them but like chowder oh yeah <laughs> That show impacted me so much. I still think about it. Like, I'll think about random moments from that show. Mm-hmm. But um, also just, like, the graphics of it. Like, the graphics always, like, made me so comforted. And, like, the fact that they revolved around food. Yeah. Like, the gazpacho character. I always resonated with him so much. <laughs> but also, like, what else? Do you remember the show? It was, like, kind of obscure. 
because like nobody ever talks about it because I guess it was like really old, but it would like it would rerun on Disney Channel. So I, I just would, would catch it. But I would ask people about it all the time. Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. <gasps> I love that show. I love that show. Stop. I love that. You're gonna watch it like after this is done. Oh my gosh. That's a good one. Like these things that like because that's not something I think about, right? Like, you know, when I'm thinking of something, Brandy Mm -hmm. Mr. Whiskers, I loved that show. I watched it with my sister all the time. Me too. It was so good. Like the fact that they made their treehouse like a whole apartment. Mm Mr. Whiskers and Brandy, like, they were both so complex, but they, like, went so, like, they were just so good together. Yeah, and, like, also with the treehouse, like, their hammocks slash beds, it was, like, a bikini. Like, Yeah. I love that. The characters, Ed, the little, like, the the bird person. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was such a good show. Did they, it ended, like, they they were able to get back, right? It it like ended fairly recently into my childhood, I think. Or like, I don't think it ended recently. I think it like literally ended like a long time ago because I remember being like eight. Like I have this very vivid memory from my childhood when I was eight years old and I was in math class and I was like wearing like, at the time I would only wear like sweatpants from Justice. Good. And I would like, I was like tying the strings because I was trying to teach myself how to tie, tie like how to tie shoes and stuff. And I was like, whatever happened to the show Brandy and Mr. Whiskers? Oh, my God. And then the teacher, like, called on me for, like, a math question. I couldn't answer it. And she, like, got mad at me. But then I was like, okay. <laughs> Wait, let me find it. No, but I was, I was talking about, like, how did it end, though? Were they able to go back? Because they were stranded on an island. That was the premise. Oh, I honestly have no idea. Also, the show is from 2004. Like, I mean, they probably showed rewon- re- reruns. Yeah, they definitely showed reruns. It first aired in 2004, and the last aired in 2006. It was only two seasons long. What? Why did it feel like it took, like, I felt like this was with me for so long. Like, I know. I feel, felt like I watched, like, several episodes. I think, okay, there were, there were 21 episodes per first season and 18 the second season. Okay. So, like, it okay. was fairly long. That's but, um, let's see, how did it end? Also, like, this isn't really a... Did we talk about this last podcast? I don't think we did. Maybe we talked about it before we started recording. Mm-hmm. But, um, the Proud Family movie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That movie is insane. It's like, insane. Did we, we like, did I talk about, about that? Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Right? Like, the peanut people, and then the fact that, like, I had to absorb the fact that Penny Proud was, like, old enough to have a boyfriend. Like, I was really confused about that, because I thought she was literally eight years old. I think her boyfriend was, like, significantly older than her. Like, that rap guy. Yeah, that too. I was like, uh, is he an adult? And she's, like, 13? Yeah. That was weird. And also, just, like, everything about that movie, the fact that they had, like, George Washington Carver, but then there's like a secret clone, but they were like they saw him as his like as a father. Remember? Yeah. And he was also like a peanut person, wasn't he? That was the clone. Like all the clones were peanuts. Right, right. And he was like yeah. evil. Honestly, like it's pretty creative of an idea, but the peanut people scared me. The little ones? Yeah, like they freaked me out. Why? They were cute. Remember their little dance scene? 
No, I was like haunted by them. Like I just imagined them like showing up at my house and being like just staring at me. I like them. I thought they were fun. I was more scared of like when like he got burnt, like the clone of Oh yeah. That was freaky too. It was all weird. Um I don't know. The Proud Family was a good show though. I could say like that's probably like my top ten shows that like shaped my childhood, but I thought of I thought of um two other ones, which was one Adventure Time, because that's been mm-hmm. out longer than I realized. But like I watched it like from like late elementary school throughout middle school. And mm-hmm. like it ended recently, but I actually haven't seen like the end episodes. But it was like I feel like it was significant. And then also um did you, know, did you see sense. that Marceline and, like, Bubblegum, like, get together in the end? Yeah, that was a thing the whole time that, like, there was, like, throughout the show, they had, like, a dating past. And, like, mm-hmm. they were actually together before. And then they, they broke up. And then they got back together in the end. I know. That always made me, like, so excited for them. I know. It was sweet. I was like, that makes sense. Because they oh. always had, like, this random beef. And when I was younger, I'm like, why don't they like each other? Because she's pink and she's a vampire? I don't know. I know, I didn't get it either. They always had, like, literal sexual tension. And I was like, uh, what's going on? Stop. Like, everyone be friends? <laughs> no, but then, have you also heard of the show Recess? Yes. That was another one. I love the show Recess. That was, like, a show that my sister loved. And then, like, I just ended up watching because it was, like, she really liked it. I also watched, like, all of Hey Arnold. But that's, like, kind of... Hey Arnold that much. Oh, my gosh, Rug. Really that's on YouTube. Rugrats and All Grown Up. I love Rugrats. And All Grown Up. All Grown Up was good. Mm-hmm. It was, like, kind of, like, it was just, like, realistic. You know what I mean? Like, it was nice. For like, like, it was genuinely good. Considering shows that try to do that thing where it's, like, oh, like, the characters you love, but older. Like, they did that yeah. with That's So Raven. They're not like, oh, my gosh, That's So Raven is another one. I love That So Raven. And the Cheetah Girls. But that's the reason. Was Corey like, in the House? I loved Corey in the House. Oh my gosh. That's why I was like, wait, guys, should we try to vote for Corey Booker? Because then we can yeah. vote Corey in the House. But yeah. I find that. Just like Corey. Also, wasn't Madison Paytas in that show? Yes, she was the president's daughter. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, feel like a beef, I feel like I had beef with her. I had beef with like a lot of like celebrity actresses that were around my age. I don't know why. Ooh. I was going to ask, like, can we talk about Yara Shahidi? I mean, I get... Okay, we have five minutes left. Should I we just... Do? Yeah. How do we only have five minutes left? I don't know. Man, time is crazy. I know, right? I guess we'll just save the Yara Shahidi story, or you should just go. Uh, I don't know. Like, it's not that long of a story, really. If we wanted to end on that, or if we wanted to save that for something else, I don't know. Honestly, just tell it. And if it cuts you off, that's like, they can hear about it next episode. Okay, true. So, I'll try to make this fast, but, so, basically, I have this, like, long-standing beef with Yara Shahidi. This started when I was about, I want to say, eight years old, when that movie with her and Eddie Murphy came out. It was called Imagine That. So she played Eddie Murphy's daughter, and it was, like, a whole cute movie, whatever. Here's where the beef comes in. Before this movie ever came out, I was approached by a family friend who is, like, some sort of talent agent lady. And we were just, like, at, like, their house or something for something unrelated. But she's like, oh, 
you have so much spunk. You know, I'm casting for a movie with Eddie Murphy and like, and his, uh, we need like a, you get around a seven to eight year old girl to play his daughter. Like I, I'd love to like connect you with someone. And, be, and I was like, Oh my gosh, wait, I'm going to be famous. And like, I told my mom and she was just like, huh? Okay. And I don't think it was ever serious to the lady. Like, I think she's just trying to say that I was like, I don't know, energetic, but oh. I thought I was going to be in this movie. No one told mm-hmm. me otherwise. Um, and I would tell my friends, I was like, um, I'm actually going to be in an Eddie Murphy movie. And Thanks. and they'd be like, no. And I'm like, yes. And she also said the movie had ice skating in it, but it never did. So I don't know if it was another movie that maybe they're still like going to cast me for in the future. Yeah. One day, like Eddie Murphy and like that woman shows up at your door. And they're like, we're ready. Mm-hmm. it's time it's time but yeah that's that's so basically the beef because that, that movie came out and i'm like eddie murphy eight-year-old daughter whereas mm-hmm. and it was yara shahidi very cute by the way i knew her before she was famous but like i didn't know her personally but like i just knew her from that movie right um <laughs> it was a great movie and like i would still tell my friends i was like i yeah i was actually supposed to be in that Never got an audition, never, like, talked to anyone prior to that. But, like, I believe... Like, I didn't know how the movie industry worked, honestly, so... Yeah. As your friend and biggest fan, I 100% believe that, like, it was you and Yara Shahidi. Thank you. And I be- I believe that... You know, thank you for saying that. Because You're what welcome. if people like, don't acknowledge? Like, at the end of the day... when If someone had their gun to my head and they said, Who could play Eddie Murphy's daughter best... First, I would say you. Mm-hmm. Maybe Yara Shahidi. Maybe. 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 If I didn't know you in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? That makes a lot of sense, and that like really makes me feel better because for years I've just kind of carried that with me. It's and it's been hard. It must have been really hard. No, I mean it's been hard, but I'm not through it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you. I needed this. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so we have like exactly a minute left pretty much. I don't know, any closing remarks? Um, Kiki Palmer, we're sorry we only talked about you for a little bit, but you've made a lasting impact on my life. Mm-hmm. Mine Thank too, you. Kiki. And even though we talked about you for a short time, you're constantly in my mind. Mm-hmm. We only talked about you for a few minutes, but in the long run, you stay rent-free in my mind. Mm-hmm. And in my heart. Mm-hmm. And this is just like another message to Kiki again. <laughs> um, I loved you and Jump In. I hated you and True Jackson VP. I liked this loved show. You. Loved you and True Jackson VP. I actually didn't remember that much from Jump In to remember that you were a character. Their, their uh, <laughs> double dutch team was called the Hot Chili Steppers. So. I did remember that. <laughs> Yeah, but anyways, that that's our time. That's it. Bye, guys. Hope Thank you enjoyed. You. Enjoy. Have a good dinner. Bye. Bye.